Welcome to Raising Your Spirits. Our hope is to help you make positive changes by providing guided messages from spirit. Tuning forks, crystals, and distance healing are how we pass those messages from spirit to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your vibrational growth with us. Your host for this version of Raising Your Spirits, Tony Ginnis. The things that we also go through regarding health. If you have been an angry person in a previous life, vengeance. All those things attack a certain body part or a certain organ that is in your body. Some people will say, how come I'm having all these health issues with XYZ and I haven't really done anything? I mean, I'm eating right. We have some people that are vegan and uh, or they eat very, very healthy with vegetables And they're still having very rudimentary problems in health. And sometimes it's because of a past life. That energy sort of has a cold and you bring it with you. And when we go back and find out what's going on with anger, we don't have to say the the body part because we know the body part is connected to anger, let's say, or fear or lack of love or whatever it is. And it's something that you're also going through right now. And then when you go back, the similar situation is there. Okay, I'm seeing that connection. Well, what about the life before that? Well, it's the same thing. What about the life before that? It's the same. Okay, okay. So this is a bigger problem. That won't show up on an x-ray. It'll just show up where you are today. It's sort of a half of the solution. The other half is, how do I turn this around so my health can come back? And it has always something to do with emotion. Always. Emotion and health are very close together. A person that is happy, go lucky, everything's going great on the outside, but inside their whole body is breaking down because there's something in a past life that they're not addressing or not aware of. I want to talk about friends. I want you to grab a piece of paper and a pen. And what I want you to do is just write the names of five friends that is the closest to you right now. People that you hang around with or people that you associate with. Just put on five. You probably have more, but let's get the top five. Uh, we don't need to see it. I just want you to write it down. The top five friends that you hang around with. Okay, just put their first names. Just have an idea of who they are. Not family. Okay, we're going to talk about that in a minute. This is just friends that are around you. Just want to make sure everybody's done here before we go on. You got that? That's why it's easy to do just five. There are three things with that list you have in front of you. Two of them are human, one is spiritual. Let's talk about the human stuff. Those five friends, if you take an average of their income, is your income. The second thing is those five friends that you hanged around with is basically you from an emotional standpoint. So they have very similar beliefs than you do. It is basically you divided into five. In some way, some will have one trait, like they uh, they like to go out, 
and some other friends maybe don't like to go out and you are sort of both, you know, you have that, that you want to get out more and, and all that. The third thing is spiritual. Those are the same five friends that have been with you for many, many, many lifetimes. So when you met them, you found an instant like for a person. And that's why, because they're a friends from a previous life. Now, some have changed. Some were male, and then they turned to female and a different... But they're the same energy. And that's why when you met them, it was an instant connection. Love this person. So let's move now into family. Family, that they've been with you the whole time. Your mother might have been a sister in a previous life. Father might have been a brother or an uncle. So they trade places, but it's always been your family. And another thing is just because, let's say in one family, you had, let's say, one child. And let's say you wanted another child, but no, we're just going to have the one, just as an example. So people would say, well, does that mean that the child that would normally have been in a previous life, they're not coming in now. And I said, no, not quite. What happens is then spirit will work it out where they will be a niece or a nephew. They will, someone else will have that child. And then when you look at them, they have the same interests as your own child and their cousins or something. They'll, they both like motorcycles. They almost, almost look the same. They, they, they have the same likes and dislikes and they could be brothers or sisters or whatever, okay? And so that's how spirit works. They've always been in your family. So they've followed you the whole way. The reason we bring this up is because now we come to soulmates. Soulmates are a past life thing, obviously. And in your quest for love, they could have been very far away or they could have been your next door neighbor. And the moment you see your soulmate, the moment you see this person that you loved, there was an instant attraction. And people say, how come is there's that instant attraction? And there's a very, very logical reason why that is. Because although the hair color and the face, body type, body weight changes, there's one thing that is always the same in every life that you come in. Your eyes. Your eyes are the same in every life you come in. So when people look into your eyes, that's why it looks so familiar. I know this person. I know those eyes. The eyes don't change. Everything else does. Birthmarks are another thing. In battle, if you had a valiant battle and Somebody stabbed you in the back, but you still won the battle and then later perished. You will have a birthmark where the sword went in, in a life that's coming in because it was an accomplishment. And some people, they hide their birthmarks wherever it is. It could be on their arm, on their back, on their face, whatever it is. And it's all about an emotional attachment to an accomplishment or a time in your life in a previous life that was very highly significant. Those things that were not significant will not come in as a birthmark. Like if you just cut your hand willy-nilly, that won't come in in another life. 
So it's not, that's why people would say, well, does that mean with all the lives, I mean, I'm sure I've cut myself, I would be full of scars. I says, that's right. But only the ones that meant something to you is what you'll bring over. When people say that you cut yourself and you're angry all the time and you cut yourself and you're always really adamant about being angry, one of the first things we say is, no, 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 no. When you're, when you're angry, that angry energy is going to be absorbed into the, the wound and you're going to have a scar. So try to make it light until this starts to heal because the cells and everything will mesh easier. Remember when we talked about Dr. Emoto's talking with the water? When you're talking with water, everything sort of changes. And when you talk rudely to it, the cells change and they have no shape. And so you'd have a very bad scar if you cut yourself and you were very angry about it throughout the whole thing. They, you'd be a scar. And some people, they, they could almost open their, their like an open-heart transplant, and they're just so easy and free. And there's, there's no scar. You can barely see that they had an operation. And that's why. Because it wasn't attached to a heavy thought. Okay, we're going to do another quick exercise. What I want you to do is I want you to list five things that you have observed so far in your life up to this point. It could be anything. Your view of the world, is it joyous? Do you find your life sad, happy? What uh, have observed about your life up to this point? Just write down five things. It could just be words or just some quick notes, just five things that you have observed about this world, about your life, about where you are right now. Okay, we'll give you about a minute or so. And while you're doing that, if you finish a little early, I want you to make another list of five things that you have learned in this life. I learned music. I learned to socialize. I learned the stars. Let's say you did courses on uh, astronomy or something. I learned to love. I learned to let go. Whatever. What have you learned so far in this life? So one is an observation about how you think your life is going. And the next is, what have you learned so far in this life up to this point? If somebody were to ask you, what have you learned? Just quick five things. I just want you to keep those handy. So if there's a way to put that page just over to one side and then have another blank sheet of paper sort of right beside it because we're going to take a few notes during the meditation. We're going to get into this very beautiful zone. In the color breathing, it's going to be very similar to what we did last week. It is a third eye and a crown energy, which will mean when you inhale, I want you to inhale the color blue sky blue or this beautiful blue. And when you exhale, I want you to exhale purple. Little instruction about this meditation. When we start, I want you to visualize that you're in the middle of a field. Could be a meadow, could be if you feel like you feel like you want to be in the desert, something vast. Lots of room. 
Okay, don't put yourself in the bush where you have to get through stumps and so on. Lots of room. I want lots of room. On the beach, you can put yourself on the beach. Just make it so that it's vast. And then you look in ahead and you see how far things are. And then at one point, what I want you to do is I want you to turn around and there's a person that will be facing you when you do that. That is you in a previous life. Now, we're going to help you with this energy because, you know, sometimes when people do this on their own, they have a hard time. If you don't see the person, but you just see their clothes, that's okay. It's not important to see their eyes or to see what they look like or anything, but just look at this person. It is you in the life just before this one. And I just want you to stare at their clothes, the colors, feel their energy. And this is what they were, where they were at the end of that life where you lived. And so does it feel happy? Does it feel sad? Does it feel remorse, regret? And you'll just feel that energy. What, what was I like at the end of that last life? And then I just want you to sort of turn yourself over to one side and see that there's a lineup. There's at least 10. There's probably, I know there's more, but I just want you to visualize about 10 people, one after the other. And that's you in the previous life and the previous life before that and life before that and so on. When you are in front of the person that you're in, I want you to ask the following question. How was your life in five words? When you ended your life, how was your life? The same question that I asked you just now about your interpretation or observation of your life, you're asking your previous life, how was your life that I lived in that life? How was it? And then whatever you get. Now, Spirit says this is where it becomes really important. Do not, under any circumstances, try to interpret in that moment what it means. If they, I don't care what they said. If they said you were a pickle, or if they said you were a homeless person, or if they, whatever you get, just put it down. This is all about data entry only, because I'll tell you why. The moment you start processing, analyzing, or interpreting, what do you think that does to the mind? They're going to come in. And that's exactly what energy we don't want. We don't want your mind in this. This is all in this very beautiful, energetic space where the mind is out. The mind is somewhere else. Okay? So whatever you get, just jot it down. Okay, I'm a pickle. Whatever it is, just jot it down. Don't interpret We'll do this after. We'll do all of this other stuff after. Right now, your, your job is just to write down what you get. Make sense? Okay. Then, when you're done with that, just say what... The second question is, what lesson did you learn or not learn in this life? So the first question is, how is your life going? The second question is, what did you learn? or not learn in this life. 
and then just jot it down. Doesn't matter what it, even if it's exactly what you're going through now, and it it sounds like your mind is is making no, don't it, just write it down. When you're done with that person, then you move over to the person behind that person, and now they're facing you, and now they're shoulder to shoulder, one life after the next. So now you're talking with the second life, which is you, person. And you're asking the same question. How was your life? In five words. Then they'll tell you what lessons did you learn or not learn. And then just write it down. And then just see how far it goes. Those of you that are a little more advanced and have got this, I didn't do this right in the beginning because I don't want to make this overwhelming for you. I wanted to make it easy and free-flowing. But we do have some very energetic, we've got some Reiki masters here that are up there. So I want to add something, if you can, and tell them what I am going through in my life right now. Did you have to go through the same thing? In other words, if, let's say, I'm trying to find my soulmate, or I'm having trouble with my twin flame, I'm having trouble with my relationships, Where did you have that trouble in your life? And then go with the dialogue and write that down. Again, don't interpret. So talk with that energy for a little bit to see if there's any similarities and then just say, do you have any message for me? Okay, again, if this is too much, it's okay. Just stay with the original one with the five questions and then just move on. I'm just giving you some other alternatives. And then just go then to the third person and then do the same thing. Then the fourth person and then so on. When you're doing your color breathing, this is actually important. When you're doing your color breathing, when you're breathing in the blue and when you exhale purple, exhale purple onto that life because that will clear up and the message will come a little easier. If you're thinking that, okay, I'm not connecting, it's not really clear, blow purple light on this person in front of you, and then it'll ease it. It's like putting in oil into uh, things that's sticky, okay? Ask that if if it is a money thing, were you having trouble with money when you were there, okay? And what would you suggest me to do now? And so what you're conversing with yourself because it's that experience that you're drawing from. This is the end of part two. Now that you are all set up for the meditation, you can go over to part three. Thank you for listening to Raising Your Spirits. If there is a subject you would like to hear in a future podcast or would like to book a session with Tony, reach out to his Facebook group at Genis Shields Natural Healing Center or group tuning classes with Tony on his online virtual weekly classes. The YouTube channel is Suzanne and Tony 17. That's Suzanne and Tony, all one word and the number 17. And the website is lovehigherself.com. Until next time, namaste. Hey.